Welcome to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm your host, Anita, a travel obsessed writer who loves all things online business. I'm in a mission to help coaches, course creators, and service providers create and grow businesses that lead to more income, impact, and freedom. I believe using evergreen and automated strategies such as blog, SEO, and Pinterest marketing is how you can become visible 24-7 with ease. In fact, I bring seven-figure traffic to my website on autopilot and I'll show you how you can do the same. I'll teach you how to master marketing that leads to more free time, more traffic, more visibility, and ultimately more sales. Alrighty, let's get into it. Welcome back to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm super excited to be back. And actually, if you have not followed my social media, if you haven't followed my Instagram, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But I just spent nearly three weeks in Thailand having a holiday with my family from New Zealand and Australia. And it was just so much fun. And it was so great for the soul. And it was just a really great time. We rented a really cool villa with a private beach and it was just so relaxing and amazing to catch up with them because I haven't seen them for probably a good year. And it really reminded me why I started this podcast in the first place and why I do what I do and why I teach about Pinterest and SEO marketing. Because while I was away, I touched my laptop probably once or twice and it was actually nothing to do with my coaching business or courses or anything like that. Um, I actually got offered to write for Lonely Planet um, and I was doing a news piece and they wanted it really quickly so I got out my laptop and wrote about this piece of news and it was really fun. But that's the only time that I touched my laptop and that was near the end of the holiday and I'm really proud of myself because It's definitely something that I've struggled with um, in business is working a little bit too much or hustling a little bit too hard. And I do think that when you start a business, there's going to be an element of hustling, of course. I'm not saying like everything is going to go, you know, amazing and just flowy. Some days you're going to have to work really freaking hard. A lot of the days, actually, if I'm being honest. But anyway, it was just the break that I needed. And My amazing VA, Rita, she ran things behind the scenes and it was a really good test of a lot of the systems that we have set up or have been setting up for the past six months. Also, while I was away, I actually had my biggest month on Pinterest for a while. All my stats went up. Uh, One of my stats went up 200,000. And also, I brought more people to my website. And I didn't do anything. And this is why I love Pinterest and SEO marketing, because even if you are not present, even if you're not showing your face on social media, you can still bring ideal clients and customers into your world. And that's why I preach what I preach in nearly every single episode of this podcast is because I really love And I use the strategies around SEO, blog marketing, Pinterest marketing. And so today I really wanted to talk more specifically about getting more people onto your email list. And I want to talk about this in particular with one platform that I recommend every business owner to be on these days. It's a highly underutilized platform 
but I'll talk more about that in a minute. So in business, one of the best things or one of the things I think everyone should be doing all the time is growing your email list because it truly is one of the only things that you own. And with an email list, you can keep in touch with your clients, your potential customers, people who are interested in the services that you provide. And I am really happy that I learned very early on how important an email list was. And so I've always been a big fan of email. So I want to bring a new strategy, or I guess it's not a new strategy in the space, but a new strategy that I haven't talked about deeply on this podcast yet. And that is how to grow your email list with Pinterest. Now, if you've listened to any of these podcast episodes, you know that I love Pinterest. And that is because Pinterest, I believe, is one of the most underutilized platforms out there. And not only can you grow your email list with Pinterest, but you can grow your podcast. You can send people to your new blog posts and old blog posts. You can make sales. It's just an incredible platform where you can show up in front of potential leads who are already problem aware. They go to Pinterest because they are looking for a solution to their problem. And so it's a really great opportunity to show up in front of those people. I'm going to share with you how you can grow your email list with Pinterest. And then I'm going to be giving you three ways you can create content on Pinterest that will help grow that list. So if you're looking to grow your email list and get more people to a funnel that you have, then this is going to be a really juicy episode for you. Okay, so let's get into the best approach that I have found when it comes to growing an email list, full stop. Actually, I'm going to say, yeah, not just with Pinterest, but with any type of platform. And that is having a lead magnet, okay? So if you have no idea what a lead magnet is, it's basically a free resource that you can give your audience for free and in return, they will put their name and their email address to get that free resource. So what they do is they sign up for this free resource via a sign-up page, they hit enter, and then from there, they are added to your email list. So then you'll send your free resource to them. Ideally, this should be automated. And a lead magnet is a fantastic way to just grow your email list from scratch because people are always looking for value. I'm going to give you some tips when it comes to creating a lead magnet if you haven't created one yet. But a lead magnet should be a real valuable resource that gives them a quick win. And this is a fantastic way to give value to your potential customer or client. Now, a lead magnet can be in lots of different forms. I have seen some really creative ones lately. Some of the kind of most common ones are mini ebooks or guides. Um, it could be an email series where you would actually send a piece of education every day for five days, for example. It could be some sort of template or maybe a masterclass. It could be a private podcast series. So maybe you do like a five episode podcast series. I've seen that recently. And that was a really cool lead magnet that I signed up to. And I got a lot of value out of it. What else is there? Oh my gosh, there is just so much. But I think the most popular ones are guides and templates. Those are the ones that I've seen a lot in the space. So before we go any further, let me just give you a couple of examples of my lead magnets and the ones that have done well. So I have a few lead magnets. So one of them is a Pinterest starter kit. This is particularly for business owners with a funnel and they're looking 
to drive more traffic to their funnel using Pinterest. But before they do that, they need to be set up on Pinterest. So I give them their six-step guide to getting your business on Pinterest. And that is a really quick guide, quick win, gets them all set up on the platform, and then they can start to create content and get themselves out there. That lead magnet I've had for, I want to say, a couple of years, maybe maybe less than that, but I've had it for a wee while and it has done really well and I get really good feedback on it. Another lead magnet that I created uh, not too long ago, well, maybe about six months ago that has done really well was a checklist. And this checklist was specifically for podcasters who are looking to optimize their podcast show notes. And this particular lead magnet actually leads into my blogging SEO course really well. So I have found that that lead magnet has been super successful as well. Now, in the past, I have had um, other mini guides and I even had a calculator once, but that didn't really work out for me too well. I have found that my starter kit and also my checklist have been the best performing lead magnets that I have in my business. But remember, as I'm saying this, please just keep in mind that just because my Pinterest starter kit did well for my business doesn't mean that something similar will do well for yours. You really have to try and test out different lead magnets and some lead magnets just won't work and that's okay. I think the biggest mistake is people create a resource and then they hang on to it even if it's not working. If it's not you know, converting to anything, leave it behind, move on find a different resource, find a maybe a different problem that your audience is struggling with that you could help fix for them. So let me give you five really quick tips when it comes to creating lead magnets. So the first one is don't overcomplicate things. Make it super simple. Don't make it like a 20-page guide. No one needs that and probably no one will read that. We know how short our attention span is these days. So please don't make anything too complicated because otherwise people are just not going to go through it and that's a waste of your time. And then the second tip kind of leads on to that is just don't overwhelm people. So make it a quick win, make it super simple and don't go into all of the information on one topic. Get really specific and really go deep into one particular problem and how you can solve that for someone. So let me give you an example because I I love examples and I feel like it just kind of puts everything into perspective. Let's say that you are thinking about creating a guide on how to make money in your business. That is a super huge guide that is not very specific. What if you just took one of those ways to make money and actually went really deep into that? So maybe it's like one of the ways that you can make money is affiliate marketing, for example, right? So maybe you create a lead magnet on 10 best affiliate programs within a specific niche, right? So you're giving people a really quick win. You're not going into how to do affiliate marketing because that's really overwhelming. That's a big topic. Think about something really specific and Think about if someone is starting with affiliate marketing, what do they need to know first or what do they need to do first and give them that first step. And then the next step should ideally be your course or program or offer that you have. So try and think of the step before your offer or program. The third tip that I have here is to create in less than a day. If it takes any more than a day, I think it is too complicated, it is too overwhelming. And it could be potentially too much for a lead magnet. 
The next tip is just make sure that it's high quality. So a lead magnet can be sometimes the first way that people are getting a glimpse into how you teach, what you teach, um, and your expertise. And so it's a first impression for people. And if you create a really underwhelming lead magnet or a lead magnet that just doesn't help them at all, then they're not probably going to come back to you when they do have a problem, right? So you want to make sure that your lead magnet is super high quality and makes a really good first impression for someone. And then the last tip is make sure that you have some sort of email sequence. So when someone signs up, they should automatically get an email with a link to the lead magnet if it isn't on your thank you page already and introduce them to you and your business, what you do, why you're an expert. And then from there, if you can have some sort of email sequence that either introduces them to your offer or educates them more on, you know, whatever you teach, then that's a really great idea as well. So let's get into three ways to create Pinterest content that will grow your email list. So the first method is to use Pinterest to direct traffic to your website or your blog that contains an email capture form. So what I mean by this is if you have a blog, if you have a podcast, you probably are putting show notes on your website or maybe you're transcribing your podcast into blog posts. This is a fantastic way to use Pinterest to drive traffic to your email list. Now, the most important thing here is that you can send all of the traffic from Pinterest to your website, but if your website is not actually optimized for capturing email addresses, then you're going to struggle. So let's say that you put out a new podcast episode or a blog post you want to actually create a piece of Pinterest content and actually you can create several pieces of content around this new piece of content, right? That will lead to your website. And then once someone is on their website, they're delving into that content that you've just published. You want to make sure that you have an email sign-up form somewhere. Now, there's actually multiple places that I recommend this. You can have it at the top of your website as a sort of banner. I find that those work really well. Also make sure that you mention it within your blog content or your podcast show notes. Having some sort of call to action throughout your actual content is a really great idea. So I won't get too much into this um, because this is another episode, but within my blogging course, Blog Traffic Machine, I'll leave a link below if you want to join the waitlist. But one of the things that we talk about in that course is making sure that you are giving people a lot of call to actions throughout your blog post, not just at the start, not just at the bottom. You want to make sure that you have it throughout. So ideally you want a lead magnet or a call to action to somewhere else in your business so that maybe that's an offer, lead magnet, it could be your Instagram somewhere. You want to have that at the beginning, the middle and the end at a minimum. So you want to have three times minimum. And the reason for that is a lot of people will land on your website, they might read the first paragraph or two, and then they might click off, or they might get distracted, or they might find something else on your website that they want to dig into. So you really want to make sure that your call to actions are throughout your blog content or your podcast show notes. So that is the easiest way to grow your email list from Pinterest, because normally people on Pinterest are looking 
for inspiration. They're looking for ideas. They're looking for solutions to their problem. And your content, your blog content or your podcast show notes could be the answer to their problem. And so this is a really easy way to bring people to your website. The hard part or the part that you need to make sure that is converting really well is that conversion piece, right? So when someone lands on your website, what happens next? Okay, cool. They've come to this piece of content that you've just published, but what happens next? Where are they going to go from there? How are they going to sign up to your lead magnet? Make it easy for them to access. Don't make your website a dead end because this is one of the, oh my gosh, I see this all the time, but this is one of the reasons why people will come to a website and they'll never visit again. You want to make sure that you have lots of other content linking in there. You have your lead magnet, really obvious. You have other call to actions that lead people throughout your website and just make it easy for them to sign up to your email list. Okay, so the second method that I want to talk about and how you can grow your email list with Pinterest is to actually direct Pinterest traffic straight to your opt-in page for your lead magnet. So you can create Pinterest content around your lead magnet, okay? Um, And I'm going to actually link to a couple of examples below in the podcast description. So if you want to see a couple of examples in action, then I'll link those in the description for you. But basically, you want to generate some graphics on Pinterest that show your lead magnet. So you could do a little mock-up and maybe a header. So you want to make sure that the Pinterest content you're creating is super bold and it inspires someone to take action because it not only needs to stand out on Pinterest, but it also needs to urge them to take action on that bit of content and be led to your lead magnet opt-in page. Also, just a really important thing as well, when someone does click through to your opt-in page, make sure that that opt-in page is converting well, right? If you are creating all of this incredible Pinterest content, you're leading people to your opt-in page, but you're not seeing results, there's something wrong with your opt-in page. It's not converting for people. When people land on your opt-in page, they either just don't see the value in signing up for it, or maybe it doesn't look trustworthy, or it just doesn't look juicy enough or easy enough for them to sign up for it. So make sure that your messaging is really clear and that the opt-in page is super simple and to the point and actually tells them exactly the outcome of downloading this lead magnet. Like what are they going to get out of this? What problem are they going to solve after they download and implement what you are teaching? Make that super clear for people. Again, I can teach you about how to direct traffic to your funnel using Pinterest all day long. But if your website and your pages are not optimized, they're not converting already, then that's not going to make much difference. You're just going to be sending people to your website and then they're going to be dropping off. So we definitely don't want that. Okay, and the last method that I want to talk about is actually going deeper into a type of content that you can create on Pinterest, and that is idea pins. So the next episode of the podcast is actually going to be all around idea pins and I'm going to give you um, some really good tips on how to create them and how to actually get them to convert. But this 
type of format on Pinterest is doing really well. And this is a fantastic way to grow your email list with Pinterest. If you have no idea what idea pins are, let me just quickly break it down. So idea pins are multi-page pieces of content. They're kind of similar to Instagram stories. You can do like one piece of content or one slide and you can do up to 20 slides if you want. And that is one piece of content. So idea bins do really well when you are educating and you are showcasing whatever you want to um, show the Pinterest user, right? So if you're educating them on a certain topic or if you're showcasing your products and services, you maybe you're showing behind the scenes of how you make something or create something. So some ways that you could create idea pins is um, actually repurposing Instagram reels that you are doing or maybe TikToks. Just one FYI here, you want to make sure that the watermark is gone if there's an Instagram or TikTok watermark. Pinterest doesn't like that. Also, make sure that it's relevant to Pinterest because Instagram and TikTok are social media apps. People are mostly looking for entertainment, whereas Pinterest, people are looking for inspiration, ideas, and they want their problems solved. So it is a different platform, and that's why I think leaning into more education content does really well on Pinterest. So if you do something like Instagram mini trainings, for example, those could be another really great way to repurpose the content that you're already creating and repurpose that into an idea pin. Now with idea pins, there are some accounts that have access to links. There are some accounts that don't like mine, but I am waiting patiently because Pinterest has said that all accounts will have links on idea pins very soon. So if you don't have links yet, I still actually urge you to start to create idea pins because first of all, they're blowing up on the platform. And then secondly, when you do get links, you will have already tested and created a bunch. And the more that you create, the better you're going to get at them. So start now. And then when you do get links, that's just a kind of extra bonus. Ideally, at the end of your idea pin, you want to make sure that there is a call to action. So you could tell people, click the website in my profile to um, learn more about this topic or go grab my lead magnet or connect with me on here or visit this board for more information on this topic. You want to give people a call to action. And ideally, if you want to grow your email list, then you should be promoting a lead magnet in there. So those are the three ways that I recommend growing your email list with Pinterest. One of the best platforms out there, a platform that over 400 million people use on a monthly basis. It is crazy. If you have a business, you should be on Pinterest. It's a no-brainer. If you're not convinced, test it out. See if you like it. See what your results are after, you know, six months. Give it a go. And trust me, I think you will not be disappointed. So I will leave links down below. And if you would be so kind, I would love for you to leave a review in Apple Podcasts about, you know, how you like this podcast, what you like about it. It really helps me to get my podcast out there and into the ears of many people around the world. So I really do appreciate if you could do that. So I will see you in the next episode of the Marketing That Leads podcast, and I hope you have a beautiful day.